I want him to be Marlon's man. Do y'all know who that is? Is this one of the Wayne's brothers? Mm -hmm. Is that a Wayne's brother? Got a flag. Got a flag. It's all those cold winters, man. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I got a punch and fuck everything. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Time to find cheap, outdated jerseys like the one I'm wearing right. on eBay. Got a flag. Tell him, got a flag. Seven a week. One size fits all. What about me? This don't fit on me at all. cliffhanger over two episodes the cliffhanger that we gave you at the end of one episode 128 the unre unreliable narrator that told you episode 128 was 129 creel uh-huh this is episode 130 of throw the flag wait i thought last week was 130 no this is 130 this is 130 hankins is yes. this this is 130 I'm your unreliable scare Oh shit, is it Halloween already? We need uh, that guy from Comedy Bang Bang to sing the monster fuck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard it was a graveyard fuck. <laughs> Whatever happened to Frankenstein in that song? Um, so we, we really have two. This is technically the last episode before week zero of the 2019 yeah, football, football season. That's true. Like this time right next week, we will be talking about the result of the Florida-Miami game. That's true. That's huge. That's big. Do you guys have a feeling of who's going to win the game? Florida's favored by like seven points. Uh, what do you think, Hankins? New coach? I mean, it has to. It has to be Florida, or otherwise it is a disaster for Florida. So they have yeah. to win the game, and I think they will. Where is it? Like Orlando. Oh, okay. They're playing Miami in Orlando, not Miami of Orlando. Florida has everything to lose. Yes. Uh, a new quarterback that just found out he's getting the uh, the starting job in yeah. Miami. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A new coach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, potentially a team that's divided over who got the quarterback. Sure. Race Position war, you might say. Um. Yeah, and what if what's his that name? That thing gets... feels a lot like Jake Coker and and uh, Sims Sims Sims's last year, um, because I'm sure that the coaches all thought that old Tater would be the quarterback, but the team might have been like, "Nah, cause it ain't happening. <laughs> this is you, <laughs> and it ain't going down like that." <laughs> Wait. So what was the uh, what is the Alabama equivalent? Sims over Coker. Yeah. Hotshot mm -hmm. transfer comes in. Everybody just assumes the job is his. Next thing you know, Blake Sims is the quarterback? You mean the running back, right? Blake Sims is the – no. Oh, nope. He's the quarterback. Okay. No, All right. Not going Overtime against LSU, and Blake Sims is winning the game. Not going to lie. Even though we did not win the championship with Sims, what a season. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. made something out of nothing. And I'll take what we got with Coker mm-hmm. the next year, too. Yeah. Oh, that pass to what's his name? You know, mm-hmm. what's his name? Mm-hmm. All right, so we got a. Uh, we, we, we have. Although we have two things, we probably have a pretty long episode in store. So let's get into it. The uh, An article from New York Magazine, which was uh, sent to us by you, yeah. Freezer. Yeah. Who's um, the author? Give him some cred. This isn't Dennis Dodd, who we would never mention. The by author name. is Will Lech. Will Leach? L-E-I-T-C-H? Could be Licked. That sounds like a pseudonym. <laughs> Willie Lynch. It sounds like Mike Leach's unimaginative pen name. Could Mike be. Leach's horny son. <laughs> what was the first name? Will. Oh. How's that horny? Licked. <laughs> oh, Will get licked. I see. College football's <laughs> it free? real mm-hmm. evil villain. Ooh. Who do you think this is Ooh. about? Uh, well, Surely I it's s- about Nick Saban, Yeah, right? he is the evil empire. That's Start the Star Wars music, you know? It has to be about the NCAA themselves. That's what this oh, yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Hit piece on the NCAA, right? Maybe it's about, you know, what Jerry Sandusky has been up to since his imprisonment. Sure, like all those rape scandals. That's a that's a big villain. Maybe they They're just doing found all those Ravens games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe they just found out Joe Paterno was really alive on a desert island. Now that would be a big story. That would be uh, a big story. A one. A one. I eat a lot of coconuts. I'm trying to stay healthy. I don't know what the big deal is. With his wife pulling him away from the journalist. <laughs> <clears throat> it is an understood principle of organized sports that if you play for a team that wins a championship, even if you are not actually playing while they won a championship, you get a championship ring. Wait, this is this ring gate 2.0 again? We already did this. Championship rings are silly. They are outrageously ugly. First off, this Lakers monstrosity of 2012 looks like an Illuminati decoder ring. Link to the Come Lakers on, ring. Will. You're getting a, that's Come a on, little Will. heavy, Will. Deep pull okay. too, 17 it's, years ago. Wow. On this podcast, it's all about them rings, baby. It is. It's all about rings. And we'll get to per- we'll get to Purdue as a mm-hmm. a postscript. Uh, but they are ostensibly the goal of an athletic endeavor. They are supposed to be why you play. And everybody gets one. Nomar Gossiapara got one after the uh, 2004 Red Sox uh, won the championship, even though he was traded to the Cubs midseason. Did not know about that. Mm. <clears throat> Colby Rasmus got one in 2012 uh, for the Cardinals, even though trading him is essentially why that team won the World Series. I have no idea what that means. Okay. A man named Sergio Kindle notched one measly tackle in one measly game for the Ravens back in 2012, and he got one. I have an associate job who's uh, I have an associate whose old job was essentially washing the jock straps off the 2006 Cardinals, and he got one. The joy of a championship makes one so jolly that eventually you're giving rings out to the holidays like fruitcakes. This is sounding like participation <clears throat> trophy conspiracy theory. Originally, obviously, it's about Davo Sweeney being the real bad guy of college football. Oh, it's going to take a turn, <gasps> huh? And we talked about this last week, mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. like I think all three of us were like, uh, we Whatever. don't like Davo, sure. but like. Kelly Bryant shouldn't have gotten a ring. Uh-huh. Um, I'm not going to say shouldn't. I'm just saying whatever. Sure. At at worst, whatever. I think that is the, mm-hmm. the highest level of our outrage. <clears throat> uh, 
that's why it was so shocking last week when Dabo Swinney had coached by of defending college football champion Clemson. Uh, if you were shocked by that, Will, you ain't been watching TV. <laughs> Announced that Kelly Bryant, who started four games for the Tigers last year, included a key 28-26 to road victory of Texas A&M, which he threw for a touchdown and ran for another, which would not be who would not be receiving a championship ring. The reason, after losing the starting job to Trevor Lawrence, he transferred. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Stuff we went by earlier. So, going through this... This article and Freezer, you you've read this. Um, what are some of the the things that that the author goes through that uh, that talks about why Debo Swinney is if if we're on record disagreeing with this? Sure, sure. As why he's the ultimate bad guy of college football. Why go through some of the, the reasons why this author talks about? Well, I think part of it is some of the things that Hankins and you and myself have brought upon Dabo is. He's sort of been given this Forrest Gump sort of aw shucks, is it me, I can't believe where I am, sort of goofball character when behind the scenes he's been playing some three-dimensional chess, sleeping with whores. <laughs> allegedly. Oh, shit. I and, don't, uh, just recently, and, allegedly. And cheating yes. like a doll. I don't know if we should... Talk to our legal counsel here. Uh, when Sweeney won the national championship in January, he was awarded more than $2 million in bonuses mm-hmm. for the 2019 uh, season. $2 million dollars worth of whores. In addition to his $6.8 million <laughs> salary, he'd already earned a salary that jumped considerably when he signed a 10-year, $92 million contract after that season. So again, the author goes through those numbers, which are all true and accurate, and it also points out that um, Dabo is one that does not want to see the players get a dime of that money. It's his money. He worked for it. And if but the thing fair, is, players not, ever got paid, he would quit out of principle. The thing is, it's, but not, he even, it's not even his money. No, it's not. It's other. It's 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 super billionaire organization, tax exempt organization, NCAA's money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so there's one uh, strike one. We might say. Swinney's stances against player autonomy in both college and professional sports are legendary. He criticized Colin Kaepernick's protests, uh, saying that uh, two wrongs don't make a right while citing Martin Luther King's uh, mm. uh, speech. He went there with Some, that, huh? Something he later had to apologize for. He claimed players don't pret- uh, players don't pretend they have cus- uh, concussions to stay on the field. Whoa! And that football is safer than it, that it's ever been. I don't know about that. Probably false. Uh, he once kicked a player off the team uh, for having a bad attitude. Uh, he doesn't tolerate cursing at his practices, um, although I'm sure that he probably, you know, we could, you could probably easily pull tape of him cussing. Yeah, pull that tape. Grab him by the pussy, am I right? <laughs> Dabo? Where's that tape? Everybody remembers the legendary... Access Hollywood? Access Hollywood. I was about to say American Access Express. Uh, <laughs> um, Our current um, president... Billy da- Bush Dabo and Sweeney. Dabo Sweeney. <laughs> um, but he also, I think, points out, you're going through the whole list, and my favorite, which I completely forgot about, sure. was after Clemson won the national championship uh, this past season, and they went to the White House, and the government was on strike, and, gov- and President Trump fed them Big <clears throat> Macs. That, uh, the government was on strike. It was a government shutdown caused by the inability of Congress and the president oh. to reach a budget deal. Mm. It's not government I, 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 workers. Get, get the meter out, Creel. Yeah. Get the meter out. <laughs> this was Congress and the president's fault. Please proceed. Um, but I, I can't remember the whole story. Was it like some of the Clemson players didn't want to go, but he made everyone go? 
No. Um, okay. So actually, like he, I don't think he technically made anybody go, but the he made the, the peons go no matter what. Yeah, the, I think he made it clear that he was he was uh, not happy with the cats that didn't go, and sort of did the old, well, you know, the guys want to be here, here, and that's what Tent Clemson is, and derp, 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 boop, boop, boop. Mm-hmm. Hey, can I get a fillet of fish? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He would get a fillet of fish at McDonald's, am I right, guys? Oh, he would, yes. There's nothing wrong with a good filet of fish. Uh, there isn't, but there's a lot more stuff on the menu. The Root reported that while most of Clemson's black players did not attend the White House uh, celebration, the ones who did go did go because they feared Swinney would punish them otherwise. Mm-hmm. Swinney has yes. denied this, as did several other players. He's denied a lot of stuff, like the steroids, his... Uh, Which is not in this list. Yeah, this that's also should be part of his and apparently the cookie-cutter image. Clemson basketball coach was all, is also on tape saying that football player, uh, Clemson football players are Roll being paid. Roll that tape. Roll that bean footage. <laughs> what if it's just a dog? <laughs> <laughs> but but this, this article, it sort of points to a lot of the reasons that the three of us have not liked Dabo ever since, even before he's won national championships, is he's a bit dirty, as Christina Aguilera once said. Oh, yeah. She once sang. Once sang. With Method Man. Swinney's unsavorness goes beyond seeking to maintain his own power and profits. He has said America, quote, does not have a race problem. Mm -hmm. It has a sin problem. Wait, that speaks to me. Go on. (laughs) In 2016, he refused to investigate an allegation that Clemson players had used racial slurs against South Carolina players, saying he could forgive college students for making mistakes, but not media for reporting on them. The media, am I right, guys? They blow stuff up. They gotta have somebody watch the 5 o'clock news so they will take... Any little thing that happens and blow out way out of proportion. You Am have I done right? A 180 in the middle of this article. He actually said that reporters who have published the allegations should have been fired. I agree. Freedom of the press? Nuh uh. <laughs> he has said that activists should, quote, move to another country. Yeah, if you don't like it, get out. And even once called himself Osama bin Dabo, which is sort of offensive. He did but do mostly that. Just he did do that. Roll the tape. <laughs> um, so. This is a this is a legitimate earnest question for you. This is my ninety nine theses, aka theses for a rod. Sure. That you that you nail <laughs> to the church of the reasons why you disagree with the status quo. So, <clears throat> question: Is Dabo hateable because of this? Because of his his thoughts, his opinions, or is he hateable because he doesn't keep his fucking mouth shut? Nick Saban mm-hmm. could agree yeah. with everything Dabo says, but he like he shuts his fucking does. mouth, cashes a check, does his job, and comes back every season. Yeah, I think the the, the spotlight uh, is hitting this guy, and he doesn't know the whole consequences of being under said spotlight. That everything he says will be magnified. He's sort of got a national profile now. That stuff he used to maybe could get away with saying ten years ago, uh, you know, to a reporter. Will make different waves now than it did back then. It is. Um, <clears throat> it's very interesting because, and this is one of the few sort of negative articles that's out there. The only one I've ever you, seen you in my life. This guy is uh, ABC, ACC Network, ESPN. They need Clemson to be successful. And like I'm, full stop. This or, is New York Magazine. Like yeah, something. Wholly disconnected a from... A liberal rag, not am I right, the, Sean? Not just the world of sports, but college football, sure, certainly. Sure. Um, that is really the point right there, is that this is Somebody the first time... Somebody took time at New York Mag to do this. 
Yeah, this is the first time anybody's uh, taken him to task for anything for real, like some outsider has. Um, like Sean was saying, that I don't – any of the things he listed out, you know, getting his money and not wanting the players to get in, being a jackass in general, um, you know, wearing his religion out front, those are things that other coaches do and have done and we don't give them shit for it. Um, the difference is, unless you're Mike Gundy, Dabo won't shut the fuck up. Yeah. He mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. talks all, and you can't be a hypocrite if you just will be quiet. And he was cast originally there. It is as the anti Saban. You yeah. know, he's the anti Saban originally, but now this because all right, you win a title at Clemson, great. It's a great story. You erase Clemsoning from the vernacular, all that stuff. Then you do it again, and now people are starting to pay attention. Saban already had to go through this shit because he came in yeah. as the bad guy because mm-hmm. of how he left Miami. He was already had negative stuff attached to him, so people were ready to get him, and he's prickly with the media already. Yeah. Well, that tide is starting to turn a little bit, and old prickly Saban is becoming, oh, oh shucks, that's just, uh, granddad's in a bad mood today. <laughs> and when granddad, when granddad makes a bad step, he goes out of his way, uh, gushing about how great the person he is that he offended. I'm struggling to remember her name right Marcia, now. I do apologize. Nope. Gay I Harden. think it's Aisha, but I feel like that's racist, and I'm very scared to go there. I was going to say her last name was Black, which makes me feel equally racist. <laughs> Aisha Black, sideline reporter for ESPN. <laughs> I, do, I honestly feel bad that I cannot remember this very talented host and reporter's name, and I do apologize. But when he steps on her toes and everybody says, uh-uh, Saban, Maria Taylor. too far. <laughs> Maria Taylor. Marsha was close. Marsha was real close. When he steps on her toes, like everybody rallies against him, and he says, you know what? I did go too far. That's my fault, and I'll eat that. I don't know a time where Dabo has eaten anything. Yeah. Like he's he's never walked anything, but other than maybe Osama bin Dabo and the Martin Luther King stuff. But again, it's so small in its in how it registers. It's not the big shit hot topic that if Saban said it, um, and I I want to find another example other than Saban because I don't want this to seem like Alabama homerism. But quite frankly, they're the only two coaches of big name around right now because yeah. Urban's gone, and Urban had his own other shit that he had to deal with, and never apologized. Mm mm. Um, yeah, no, I, I, and I think you said it best a couple minutes ago. If you keep your mouth shut, you can't be a hypocrite. Now, uh, that always, that hasn't always uh, applied to Saban. I think there are very good arguments about his, uh, gray shirt and over signing tactics, you know, Mm -hmm. certainly five, five, six years ago that, you know, we can have a a discussion about that anytime. Well, we won't. (laughs) Not right now. Um, but this podcast, but, uh, Will, Will Leach uh, goes on to say, it was fun to watch Clemson run all over Alabama in the national title game last year. Saban is a is such a notorious villain at this point in the world of college football mm-hmm. that it was undeniably pleasant to see him have it eat it a little bit. But it's worth noting, of the two coaches on the field that night, Saban is the one who believes it's unfair not to pay college players, not Swinney. So who are we supposed to be rooting for? It's true. Pick your poison. You're between a rock and a hard place, casual and- college football fan. Who are you going to latch on Outside to? of the various things that I hate Dabo for, and we on this podcast, me, Krill and I were a re- OG Dabo haters. Mm-hmm. I want to see our credit for that. But, like, outside of that, like, the big sin for me 
on a on the on the national stage is I'll quit if they pay the players. That's the one that you cannot walk back. That's the one that goes past all the other, all the ho hum, all shucks. I was just raised a little different. All that stuff is out the window when you threaten to quit because they're going to pay the workforce. Isn't that insane? Like, that's the one you can't get And he past. wouldn't quit. No, he call wouldn't. that bluff. Absolutely yeah, not. somebody. Call I'd love to bluff. call that bluff. Let's pay some players. Yeah, let's do it. I will. Uh, <laughs> I'm in for five. God damn. Um, yeah. So I mean, I I think that this is. Do you guys think that this is the first crack in the dam, or is this just like something that's going to happen, and then Dabo will go back to being the the sports darling when he makes the playoffs and might win the? I mean, the I, s- I saw this past week on ESPN. They were just doing segments of I think it might have been Maria Taylor and Holly Rowe. Aisha Black. Yes, they were at Clemson's <laughs> football complex, and they saw the slide, and they went down the slide, and they showed it. Yeah. So I mean, it's. They'll touch that rock, Ipte, etc. Yes, it's going to be hard for the big money Disney Corporation to throw rocks at this money producing machine. Sure. Um, do you think we're going maybe... to need? And I hate to do this. Please, Dennis Dodd. <laughs> you are at a rival network. Oh, no, with oh, the resources. No. He is our rival. He's our rival he's our network. Rival. He's a rival network to us. But he's got the resources and the Freedom of Information Act powers. We know you're listening, Dennis Dodd. Yeah, get it. Start cracking. Throw the throw some stones at that Clemson complex, and Do you're, your you're job, gonna find coward. some steroids, baby. You're gonna find all types of empty prescription bottles in the parking lot, whores. Uh, bearer bonds, all that stuff. I don't even know what a bearer God bond damn. is. You know, I think it was in Die Hard. That's like all the money was in oh, bearer sure, bonds. Oh, sure, sure, yeah. You know, that's how evil people like rule the world. That's how they hide their money. Mm-hmm. The thing that's going to get Dabo is not going to be anything he says or anything even that he does. The thing that gets him will be if he wins again. Because now... Um, you go from guy that just barely beat Alabama, that Alabama beat the next year in a great rivalry, to the guy that stomped the shit out of Alabama and then won it again. Um, you ain't fun and cuddly no more with that many rings, baby. Right. Um, they will turn on you just like they've turned on every other coach that wins a lot. You'll be Belichick before you know it, bud. And that that is the thing that will he might be there now gets people looking at him. He he might be there now. Actually, the the margin of victory in last year's championship game might have been the light that swung and was like, all right, asshole, enough is enough. That is very possible what he'll see this year. And God help him if they struggle slightly this year, which I don't think they will. No, but if they struggle at all this year, the knobs will come out to a degree. I mean, how long did it take Urban Meyer to get to be hated? After his second championship outside of Columbus, uh, that was about it, right? Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. <clears throat> any more thoughts on this? Because I thought of a story that sh- I should have brought up in the production meeting, but I forgot. Is to. this about uh, anything coming out of uh, Alex Rodriguez's butthole? No, it's not. Oh, okay. It is. It is out of another butthole. Sure, 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 sure. Hugh Freeze, head coach oh, yeah, at Liberty sure. University. I, I thought about that too. Free. Oh, I haven't heard about this. No, Sean hasn't heard about this. Ooh. Well, this past week he was feeling some pain in his body, and uh-huh. uh, he, he still went through practice and whatever. Was it the love of Christ because he's at Liberty University? Hold on, I'm getting there. Okay. And then he got up one morning, he's like, I can't move. Stigmata. And then he called Jerry Falwell Jr., Which president of the university, Christ. who chartered some sort of private plane for Dr. Ben Carson, oh, your, yeah. your personal hero, uh, deputy sh- of the labor department or he's human, a- he's, H-U-D. He's H- He's HUD. He's HUD. Yeah. And he was like, hey, Ben Carson, uh, what's going on with 
my head coach, Hugh Freeze, he's feeling this pain. A fucking cabinet member should not be, like, on call to, like, provide fucking medical advice. Um, Proceed, please. Doctor Sean, he took a Hippocratic oath. Uh, so well, he had some sort of. Point I can't even remember what happened. It was some sort of blood disease, uh, mm-hmm. sepsis, hepsis, Hankins. What, what was going on? <laughs> AIDS. AIDS. Ooh, from the whores. Whore AIDS. From the whores. <laughs> so anyway, that that's all that happened is that they they got him to the doctors in time and through the power of Christ. Sure. You know, if they would have waited twelve more hours, he would have died. Oh or wow, something. that is scary. Well, I'm glad he's okay. He's okay. And I'm sure uh, countless Liberty Eagles flew out of his penis. Ooh. Um, speaking of greatness and symbols of Americana mm-hmm, mm-hmm. flowing out of big old dicks, mm-hmm. it's just like great noises flowing out of your iPod, iPad, iPhone, Android headphones into iPhone your ears. Is the Hugh Freeze motto. And then. <laughs> That's what uh, that's what our that's what our show is, and you know what? There's an there's an even better way to listen to podcasts if you're not already using Podcoin. Did you know that Freezer? I didn't. I I, I did because we've done this bit. For oh, like a month. sure, 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 sure. But I have downloaded it and I enjoy it. Yes. And did you use our our code TTFN Pod? I did. Now I am able to three hundred Podcoin yes. off the bat. Yes. And now you're earning 1.5 podcoin for every, every 10 minutes. Every time I listen, I earn that podcoin. It's fantastic. Uh, guys, we all like, like listening to podcasts. We wouldn't be in this business if we didn't. And you like listening to podcasts because, my God, if we're the only podcast you listen to, God save you. Uh, but yeah, you can uh, download the podcoin app and uh, earn while you listen. You can accumulate this free cryptocurrency that just piles up on your damn ass phone. As you listen, and then use those PodCoin to purchase gift cards to Amazon, Starbucks, etc. You're not going to make a million dollars, Creel. You're not going to do it. But, you know, you if you listen to podcasts all the time, you may as well just listen to it through this app. Sure, yeah, it's free. It's free. It's free money. Yeah. It's free money. It's a free coffee every week. It's a free, you know, if you're buying something on Amazon for $6 and you get a $5 gift card from this app, mm-hmm. that's a that's a $5 saving. You're paying $1 for a $6 item? Yeah, and if you got Amazon Prime, like free shipping too. <sighs> get out of here. Yeah. All thanks to PodCoin. Mm-hmm. And again, if you use our code, TTFNPOD, throw the flag, network, pod, you'll get started off with 300 PodCoin. So uh, why not? It's quite honestly the easiest way, the most rewarding way to listen to podcasts. That's all I have to say about that. In the words of Forrest Gump. Of Dabo Swinney. Do you hear that sound, boys? Do you hear that? What what is that? What is that? It's Hello? It's Larry Culpepper. The oh, no. ho- the college football Eve elf sliding down our chimneys to let us open one present early because Ooh. guess what, boyos? What you got for us, Santa? Oh, there don't is say it like that, Santa a- baby. There's a list. There's a list, guys. Hank and baby. Top fifty programs. <laughs> <ever>. <laughs> for me.
I've been Tell me all the good programs of football. Tell me who fifty number one. So what kind of list is Santa Daddy Culpepper giving oh, us? Look at here, this freak. Week? Lists are always subjective, right? They're always subjective, and we're just here to complain. But not this one, boyos. Not this one. Okay. I'm here to tell you because free. This this is what's going to win this thing for you, free. Ooh. There's a formula. There's I a love the formula. data, baby. You love to crunch those numbers. You love to count them rings. Well, guess what? Guess what, Freezer? Number one in this formula is dominance. And dominance is measured simply by number of national championships. Ooh, the rings, good people of baby. ESPN have reached their hands down into that data. And what they pulled out first was them rings. 20%. I love, it. I love it. It should be like based 90%. On, although. Fair enough. 20% based on dim ranks. Okay. Now, your next 20% is going to be composed of peak strength. Ooh, give what me does that, that P, mean? Baby. Who fucking knows? Um, winning percentage for the best 50 seasons in the program's history nets you peak strength. That seems a, now, a bit arbitrary, but uh, go on. Yeah, yeah. Now. They're gonna they're gonna look at all those numbers across the board forever in the program, and then they're gonna make some adjustments. Now this adjustment free, I uh, tell you, you're not gonna like it. Liberal, but it is data. New York Magazine adjustments. Am I right? It is an adjustment free. When did you become on Dabo's side? <laughs> <laughs> after you take your twenty percent for your peak, after you take your twenty percent for your dominance, they're gonna slice it up, and they're gonna take another thirty percent based on what you've done since integration. I'm sorry, free. That's just how they chose mm-hmm. to do it. Yeah, forget anything prior to 1970. Ugh. Don't get me started on textbooks these days. Listen. You try to get an American <laughs> history textbook, it's all like Reagan economics. Listen. If, voodoo economics. If we want to talk about like whether or not Alabama can claim X number of championships... Like, that's something that I will, like, really get on the boards with and, like, fucking get mad at. But if we just want to have a cutoff at 70, that's fine. That's fine. We're not cutting you off. We're not cutting you off. Just the, we're going the... to, we're going to, re, we're going to evaluate those at, at 30%. Okay. Okay. On your winning percentage, your whole winning percentage. So this, this actually then. kind of helps some teams because, you know, back in 1869 when it was Rutgers and whoever the heck crap they played that first year. Sure. You know, Yale and Harvard yeah. racked up like zillions of championships yeah, when yeah, no yeah. one else was playing. Yeah, Yale so. has technically like 18 national championships. So, all right, go on, Hankins. We're fine with all this. All right. Now, since we cut you off for 30% of your winning percentage at integration, we're going to give you some back at 20%, and we're going to go from 1919 to 1968. We're going to call that early modern. So that's going to be 20%. Your winning percentage in that, term, in that time is going to be 20% of the score. And then anything before that, we're going to hit you with a flat 10%. Ooh. I'm uh, going to allow make it, some, but watch yourself. We're going to make counselor. some subtle adjustments. Um, if your national championships came uh, below the FBS level, we're only going to count those as half. Uh, same thing for the pole era. We're going to count those for half. And uh, winning percentages when your team was not in a Division One, we're going to reduce that by 10%. We're going to put that all in a big bowl. And then we're going to get Kirk Murphy. We're going to smoke that bowl, right? We're going to smoke that bowl. And then smoke that bowl. And Kirk Herbstreit's just going to stir it up with a giant and then, bowdoor. And then Pat, Rod, from Pat Riley's going to pull something out of that pot. We're going to row that bowl. He's going to put his rings in it. And what we're going to come out with, 
us us being me and the people at ESPN are the 50 <laughs> greatest programs in history. Anybody want to take a wild guess at who number 50 is? 50, huh? I'm going to say somebody like a Minnesota. Somebody that was won some championships in the 30s and then didn't do a whole lot else. I uh, have now closed out okay. the article. I can't remember. Um, because I just it. looked at sure, who number sure. 50 is. But oh. same I, conference. Yeah, I, I can't remember. I remember who's like number one in the top 10, but I don't remember who is down in the 50s. Uh, zero titles. Uh, Ooh, zero but titles. with tons and tons of Red Robin uh, backyard door sauce uh-huh. comes in the Wisconsin Badgers. Yes, yes. The, they've won the Big Ten a lot of times, had some Heisman Trophy winners, and always a perennial like top 20 team. So it's, But yeah. you're right, Hankins. I guess How if they, if they ain't got those rings, baby, they're going to be in they the ain't 50s. Got rings. Mm-hmm. Don't mean a thing if you ain't got that ring. How do you feel that Utah is a better football program than Wisconsin? I love it According because they are my aside piece. Is Utah number 49? Yes, they do. Or like in the 40s? They are number 49. They are number 49. Well, uh, I'm going to run through these Run through this next bit. This, you know, just some team names. Mm-hmm. Georgia Southern, West Virginia, uh, Arizona State. Now we get to Pittsburgh State, which is a... Uh, Probably a defunct big, team, I think they're right? in Kansas. They're in Kansas, yes. They're in Kansas. There's no H in it. Um, and I know the Gorillas because the UNA Lions had to play them a couple times for some Division II national championships. Mm-hmm. They clock in. Uh, then comes our first SEC entrant okay. with Arkansas. Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That seems about right. Uh, Free's favorite program of Stanford. Uh, I promise I'm not going to read this whole list. Central Michigan clocks in at 41. Is that surprising? That is extremely surprising. I guess they must have some is titles good- I'm not aware of, like in F. They have a, a single title in Division Two. Yeah, rings matter, baby. So and then Brian Kelly won all those games with them. Yeah, so even more surprising, Miami of Ohio is one ahead of them at number forty with no titles. Maybe during the Ben Roethlisberger era, they won like eleven games one year when he was there. Yeah. Uh, you get Dartmouth clocking in as your first of the Ivy League, which we will get to in some detail later. Can I um, can I pull you back, Hankins? Uh, sure, pull it back, baby. Thirty nine. Love to get it pulled back. <laughs> Thirty nine. Surprising, surprisingly low for Army. I'm gonna say. Nah. I would say kind of surprising because after World War II, like they had all them players and all them rings. They were they were a perennial power. And then just haven't been yeah. shit. Like so. yeah, I guess sure. I guess they, they got were... three titles um, in that era, and then they did a lot of losing though. That's the the winning percentage counting so much. Sure, um, especially in the modern era, when you get a lot of losses stacked up, you're going to get fucked over. You know, Dartmouth clocks in. Something called Linfield is here at number thirty five. Linfield being better <laughs> than Arkansas and Wisconsin and Utah. I think something that's... called Linfield is that not the hunchback. The 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 hunchback uh, uh, compatriot. Of I think Dracula. you said hunchbag first. Hunchbag. Said hunchbag. Isn't it hunchbag. like Dracula's like right hand hunchback? Linfield. <laughs> I, I don't know. Whitfield. Yeah. Yes, Linfield. Take the blood. I don't, that it's Tom Waits in the movie, but that doesn't sound. I don't think it's Linfield. Renfield. Renfield. It's Renfield. It's Renfield. Yeah. Okay. Um, App State a little lower than I expected them to be, given that they were the shit for a while 
but they only got three titles. I would have put that number higher if I was just guessing. Um, do you think they get any rub from their, uh, like, one point? Their, <laughs> because they blocked a field goal against Michigan in, like, they 2007 should. They should be top 20 like just because of that. <laughs> <laughs> they it's should just be. one win. Like, it it's monumental. just one win in the Pantheon. So, um, Dan Marino says come to number 33. Um, <laughs> Texas A&M and their two titles clock in. And then something called Wisconsin Whitewater. Falls in there. I've heard, of them. Three. I have heard of them. Wait, Wisconsin Whitewater is 31, but Wisconsin is 50? Mm-hmm. 50. Slap. Hey, six national titles. In six the face. National Rings, titles. baby. All about rings, the rings. Baby. Um, I was a little shocked to see Minnesota come in at 29. I felt like that was high for them, but as Free mentioned, Freezer they were 50. dominant. Dominant before the World War. Yeah, and they, uh, PJ Fleck is going to get them to row that boat, and eventually they'll be back at number I don't one. Know, are y'all looking? If y'all are looking at the list, this is not going to be that big of a guess. Freezer is not. not. I'm not. Freezer, any guess on how many titles Minnesota has? Uh, six or seven. I'll go low and say six. Jesus Christ. That's exactly <laughs> right. It's terrible to do radio with him. Uh, uh, a flash stump. Number creel. 27 is a place I've literally never heard of, run by the name of Wittenberg, clocking in with five national titles from the Division III uh, region. Then we get into Pennsylvania. And then this was truly shocking to me, and I'm just going to tee it up for Freezer to fucking do his Ooh. stuff. Um, how many national titles does Eddie Robinson, famous coach of Grambling, the have? Mo- the, the winningest oh. coach in the history of the game? Uh, yeah, he's got like 400 wins. I don't think he's got any rings. I think this is a trick question. So I'm going to say zero. Zero. Mm-hmm. Not a damn one. You are right on it. Zero national titles for Grambling, who is just one spot below Clemson who now has three national <laughs> titles, but man, they did a lot of sucking for a while. Yeah. Wow. So how, how much of that, you know, obviously the, the most recent wins, the most recent seasons are the most weighted and, uh, you know, Clemson has, uh, two of the last three national championships. Um, God, and they're still only 24. Yeah, yeah. but you gotta have, you gotta have a consistency. Sure. And you got to do it after integration. All right, Freezer. Here's what I need from you. I want the big. Fr- I want. I don't want you to guess where they are here. I want you to tell me how you think they should be. Three SEC teams clock in in the next three spots. So I want you to tell me. Rank them in order. Freezer index. Auburn, Georgia, and Florida. Ooh. Where do you put those three teams? Well, I know Florida had, didn't have anything prior to 1990 mm-hmm. before Steve Spurrier was head coach, other than Steve Spurrier as a player. They were dead in the water. Florida State was a women's college yeah. before. Florida was no fun. good. Uh, Georgia just has that one ring, baby. Auburn has three rings? Two? Two and a half? Two rings. Two, Two rings. rings. Um, one and a half, really. So if I had to put those three in order, I'd put Auburn ahead of Georgia, who's ahead of Florida. Okay, so you would say... Right. Okay. So you would put number 22 would be Florida in your book. Sure. ESPN disagrees because of Demrang's baby. Oh. So it goes Georgia, Florida, Auburn. And that kind of that kind of shock... It didn't shock me because when I see the metrics, like one national titling on Get You There, 
But, man, that must suck for Georgia to have to hear. That these fucking upstarts yeah. in Florida yeah. have usurped them all time. Your your two your two main rivals, really. Yes. Are just yes. a little better than you. Wait just a second. A so what was the what was the order? Number twenty two is Georgia. I had Georgia in last. You had Florida in last, I thought. No, I said Georgia. In I last. thought you had Florida. Oh no, you're right. You're right. You guys are right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Georgia one national title. Yeah. Number twenty one Florida three national titles. Ah. Number twenty Auburn with two national titles. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. My bad. My bad. And then Florida's got to be hacked off at Auburn. Like, what are we doing here? <laughs> we won yeah, for sure. <laughs> like we had a very dominant time, but, but that, again, that like, was. Mm-hmm. You almost wonder, like. You know, and, and the argument could be made like, what would where would this list be with Alabama? I mean, Alabama is clearly one of the the top nineteen here, um, but where would Alabama be without like the last decade of Saban? Sure. So did Absolutely. it take one coach or whatever? Mm-hmm. Um, but like, you look at Florida, and where would they be if Tim Tebow went to Maryland or yeah. you know or Alabama? Or Alabama, or, you know, <laughs> as like, he was going to go for a long time. Yeah. So you wonder if those two national championships would be there with Tebow. Certainly Urban Meyer, you know, racked up a solid defense, solid offensive mm-hmm. line to back up Tebow, but um so who knows? Who knows if like Chris Leak, who is who's the guy before Tebow. Chris Leak's the Chris one that 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 was the starter in, in 06 and yeah, so Tim like, Tebow did yeah. the jumbo packages and whatnot. Oh yeah, that's so. right. So you'd wonder if like a, a you know quarterback like Chris Leak or anybody else would yeah. have been able to do that at Florida. So that's that's interesting. It's interesting. Keep going, Hankins. Keep going up the list. You are Casey Kasem tonight. <laughs> keep your feet on the ground, keep dedication. reaching for the stars. Long distance dedication. Uh, this one is the first one where I'm like, all right. This list is the formula's gotten a little wonky. Um, because just ahead of Auburn is Florida State, three national titles. Didn't have a program up up until like the late 50s, it was a women's college. So that's that has to be what's getting them is they just don't have enough data points, as we like to say in free and eyes business. But Burt Reynolds playing running back has to be worth at least 10 (laughs) points in this. Yeah, him, Ron Simmons playing defensive end has to be worth mustache, right? Yeah, Yeah. Farouk, all that stuff. But yeah, that one that one sticks out to me that I feel like Florida State has to be at least a top fifteen program all time. But when you see that right above them at number eighteen is St. John's, not the basketball school from New York, but the school from Minnesota, <laughs> the all time winningest coach, John Gagliardi. Great pronunciation, buddy. Because I wouldn't have done that. Four I, national titles for the Gophers. Patrol. I only I only know John Gagliardi because uh, when I played the college video game, I would just try to beat like the most winningest coaches, <laughs> and I would and the the video game did not include Eddie Robinson or John Gagliardi, so I would go on Wikipedia and search for the like top twenty winningest coaches and make my own spreadsheet. And yeah, I'm really happy with my life. Hmm. You did great. I mean, it. it that prepared you for a future that you are now living. Yeah, Number 17, it's all about the U. Five national titles gets you fifth. But they're suffering from the same thing Florida State is. Not enough before they let the blacks in to really give them that boost that some of these other cats is eating off of. Sure. Now above them is Mountain Union. Now we're running into some problem areas. Division three school. Not incredible a Incredible long winning streak. 13. 
15 national titles. Ooh, that's some rings, baby. Those are rings, that's baby. That's a lot of rings. <laughs> All right, Freezer, I'm coming back to you again. Freezer Index. Who's better, Tennessee or LSU? Gosh, who has more national titles, or who should be ranked higher, LSU or Tennessee? I'm going to have to go with Tennessee just because uh, Tennessee hasn't had a, the, the last 10 years very good for them, but the previous like 90, much better than LSU. Previous 90? Than LSU's previous <laughs> 90. God damn. <laughs> That's some data points. Mm-hmm. That blows right past my, if 15 years, forget it. Well, you agree with ESPN. Um, Tennessee with two national titles, LSU with four national titles, are 14 and 15 respectively. A point two points separate them on the final score. LSU that has feels two, wrong to me. Titles. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. Um some of them must have come a long, long, long time ago. Well, one of them would have been the the oh shit, the Four Horsemen or the, the Billy Cannon uh, punt return yeah, that thing, mm-hmm. whatever. Yes, that old clip. All right, once we hit number thirteen, we are entering Ivy League territory. Ugh. So I'm going to blow right through here. I love it. Harvard, Penn. Uh, I, I saw Penn and thought Penn State. So Harvard eight national titles, and then Penn rape with four, and then Princeton with fifteen national titles make up that section then we get into north dakota state who also has 15 titles and then the texas longhorns clock in now here is one that i just flat out cannot believe you mean you mean to tell me texas is worse than nebraska all time at football yeah i think texas is Um, is a bit overrated generally mm, and nebraska has been good since the 70s. I'm okay with Texas coming in just under a hair. Under Nebraska. Whew. Yeah. Just feels wrong. But uh, yeah. Texas with one fewer national championships. Yeah, in, uh, in, our, in our lifetime at least, Texas has one national title and Nebraska has three. So yeah, yeah. I'd put Nebraska ahead. That's, you're right. You're right. I'm just a Texas homer when he gets mm-hmm, down to mm-hmm. it. Now, number seven, the Yale Bulldogs. How many titles have they got? Oh, eight fucking teen. 18 Man. national titles. And I never hear anybody bitching about Yale claiming titles. But somehow, and so, they got 18 of them. And so that is still somehow, they are somehow number seven when you count. I imagine all 18 of their national titles have come in the lowest tier of percentage weight. Probably mm-hmm. before 1920. Like, yeah. and still somehow they're number seven. Just, yeah, but they've been good since, yeah. you know, I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they've won some Ivy, and some Ivy League titles and whatnot. And, Oof, you know. my goof. Then we get the shitty Michigan Wolverines. Oh, I love Michigan. Nine national titles. Very respectable. But only um, one in I, our I'm lifetime. I'm surprised they've won nine. Only, yeah. It was half of one in our, our lifetime. When was that? 97. Mm. <laughs> the, the, the article calls them the first great Western power in college football. They ain't the West. I know that they say they are. That ain't West. That is more North than West in my book. Midwest. I mean, well, that not ain't tec- Midwest, baby. That's the region that everybody like. Everybody's wrong on that. Everybody's wrong on that. Am I right, Hankins? I mean, you're 100 percent right. I think I think that so what they're trying to say wrong. is at the time there was nobody playing football west of them. Sure. So they were the Western, Western is outfit. is in quotes in this. So this is it. Top five is what remains. Freezer, you know who is still out there. You know the big dogs we have not named. Uh, big team from out west. 
big team from what used to be considered you the don't West. need to give him tips. He fucking named how many championships, goddamn, not, uh, those two dumb schools. You're not had. wrong. You're not mm-hmm. wrong. All right, Freezer, give me your top five. Well, I know we have some teams left. We have, and this is like barely fair because you already know. Yeah, I already glanced met, through the so. article, so yeah. I don't remember who the top. Well, five we've already are. listed everybody. I just want I want the freezer index. Oh. I don't give a shit what okay. ESPN says. I want the freezer. Who's index. your top five? My top five all time programs all time. Probably Alabama. In no particular order, or is this number five? Or Alabama number one. Oof, oof. Probably like. Old. Bold. Oklahoma number two. Mm. Notre Dame number three. Ohio State and USC tied for fourth. All right. Okay. A hard time. Well, he certainly nailed all the teams. ESPN says the Trojans, uh, the murdering Trojans from USC, are (laughs) number five with their nine paltry national championships. Same as dumb Michigan. The Sooners from Oklahoma clock in with seven national titles followed by the Buckeyes of Ohio State with eight the Notre Dame Farton Irish at 13 and then the Crimson Tide from Balabamba with 15 national titles at number one and they are a full two points ahead of Notre Dame (laughs) definitive proof it's here the proof is in there is no more arguing to be done we have a formula. We have a scale, so we can just slot people in year over year. We know who it is. Alabama's the best. We've been telling you this. They're better than Notre Dame. Of all time. And unless Notre Dame gets them stop murdering, uh, then they're not coming back. Because I think next year they're going to adjust for murders. So, which is going to really fuck up USC. This is very interesting. So, tech, uh, Alabama fans claim seventeen national titles. This says Alabama has fifteen. Uh, Notre. This also says Notre Dame has thirteen, but what is the? Is there like a like Notre Dame fan index that has them at fifteen or something like that? I'm sure. Probably. I have no clue. Okay. Um. Yeah, I mean, if it feels good, I mean, like, whatever. Yeah, but it can change, and it doesn't feel as good as like not losing forty-four to sixteen. Yeah. This is salt on the wound, yeah. Hankins. This is some salt on Hankins, the wound. Hankins, how dare you? Yeah. Really? How dare you? Yeah, how dare you? And by the way, are you going to that Alabama Duke game like yeah, you, you going, promised? You going to that Duke game, bro? I mean, you promised Did us. Did I promise? I promised that? Yeah, you promised. You, you promised us. You promised you were going to go there. You were going to get an Alabama hat. And you were going to do some soccer chants and get the crowd going in get it. Get that scarf. You were going to get a flare gun, shoot get, it in the stands. You were gonna. You were going to fight a cop. Yeah. Find an Irish. Well, that cop. goes without saying. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it. We're done. We're done here. Wrap up the podcast. Um, this list has ruined every discussion we could ever have. We can't have these talks anymore. We're finally uh, done. The, the with this off season, definitive. Hankins. We oh made my God, it. The worst off season we made ever. It. It's been a rough off season. Been pretty rough. Uh, yeah, this is it. Next week we'll have actual on the field action to talk about hot unfettered gridiron action uh if you like what you're listening to guys you can listen to our other shows at ttfnetwork.com that's cold dog soup and that's disgusting uh if you are liking what you listen to tell a friend hey freezer
You want to know why they should tell a friend? Because we thrive on word of mouth. GD right we do. Uh, and if you'd like to support us in a more personal way, you can do so at patreon.com slash TTF. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Tango, Tango, Foxtrot, TTF. Can I have a shout out? Oh, please. Uh, you Kitty should cats? also support uh, William Licht and the New York Magazine. Oh, yeah, sure. For the hardworking journalism Absolutely. that this country needs in these dark times. I thought so, you disagreed with everything in that article. I disagree with what he said, but not <laughs> his manner of saying it. <laughs> it should be the other way around. <laughs> I do not blame the message, but I do blame the messenger. <laughs> so anyway, we should all subscribe to the New York Magazine. Who would have known the day before we lost to Clemp the six... Seven days before we lost to Clemson. Uh-huh. Wait, what was our first episode? Was it right after we lost to Clemson? It was uh, right before. After. The week before. Yeah. Who would have known that that would have led to 130 episodes of, if I'm being brutally honest with you guys. Be brutally honest. Fucking goddamn excellence in, in recording. Yeah, not bad, right? Um, We'll see you next week. 131. The dawning of a new season. It's gonna feel good. Allegedly. Condom. You'll never walk alone.